Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Celtic Now and for our podcast. My name is Ryan Cufford. This podcast is on the pre-match of the FC Mitchell game and Celtic Champions League qualifier. Um, joining me this week is Sean Clifford. John, how you doing? How are we doing, Ryan? Good to see you. Uh, well, obviously, John, it's, um, we'll start off with the kind of result of the weekend against West Ham briefly. Um, again, it's still really a good situation uh, going into the game this week. I know it's only pre-season, but there's a lot of chat about it the last few days and obviously the radio and papers and obviously John West Ham for me didn't really come out of second gear but what was your opinions after the after the, the, the match on the weekend? That's what thought Celtic started fairly decent you've seen the manager's new philosophy pretty quickly burst out the traps playing fast attacking football hunting the ball down did a good wee spell and um, and the wheels came off <laughs> Um I don't know how West Ham's been so far this season. Normally, the English teams are at least two weeks behind us. So, I can only imagine they've only been training for a week or so. And then they've come into that very raw, rusty, and they looked miles ahead of us after 90 minutes. Uh, considering the, the body Celtic had out, put two teams on the park, um, and the squad didn't look great, to be honest, did it? And as you say, West Ham, still very rusty, but they're still miles ahead of us. But you've got to remember, they were challenging for Champions League last year up down south. Because I was, as um, for me, the first, as you say, is 15, 20 minutes. I thought started okay. You can see what the manager's trying to do. But again, I know you don't want to criticise the young boys too much because... That boy Antonio does get the, the guys in that Premier League a bit of it, so the guy is a quality player. But I think the most disappointing thing for me is again, it's not really down to manager, but it's just the, the shape of the team defensively. It's just you can see what they're trying to do going forward, but defensively, considering you've got this big match tonight and obviously the game in the weekend to start the season, it doesn't really bode well for getting these two games. Nah, most new managers come in, or any manager for that fact, they always say they always get their defence sorted out first. Um, and we're struggling big time, aren't we? Um, the back five at the weekend, after B-Tournament went off, um, 
uh, Murray came on last week. And that was a team on Saturday at the back. But there's a wee bit of experience here. Taylor's got a bit of experience in the Premier League, Scotland International. Arcas played a lot of games professionally. Welsh, still a bit raw, isn't he? And Ralston, don't like to talk about him. Because uh, I'm fed up. You burning my ears with him. Um, you don't like to criticise him too much. As you say, he's playing with Celtic. He must have something about him. But recently we got an, an extension to his contract. Probably because we've not got any other right backs that you can bring in. But that five for me will just no day. Um, we'll talk about a night and a wee bit, but I do fear a wee bit, to be honest. For me, when you talk about the guy Ralston, again, you know what to criticise professional football players, but Qatar got a game for Dundee United. <laughs> it's hard not to criticise him, but when guys are playing at a level, they should be playing at. Um, Qatar played for St Johnston, didn't get much at Dundee United, went out loan spells. Every manager shipped him out loan and all played him. He obviously, Andrew's obviously had to put up with it because he's only right back at the club. Um, again, it's just panic to your deal or your deal will give him that and if I've not got a right back and then it means we've got one and it's not good enough. Um, you've had months and months to look at a right back situation. You've not got one. They're talking maybe one or two new can men again. You don't know how quick that's going to get done. But when it comes to defence, the result of the weekend and the result against Mitchelland last week, it's not only play- well, it is the players but it's mainly on the board. The board of as we've said for not just for months for the last few, three or four years, I've been sleeping at the wheel and it's kinda as you say the other day to me that every year's getting worse. The preparation is getting worse and the signs are not getting done quick enough. It's leaving the players who are there who need a help on kind of scapegoats because there's only so much the players can do until he's improved by fresh body into the squad. I do agree with you. You basically needed a I don't know how many players have went out the door so far, but you're going to need, is it five that's come in so far? Um, sure. The two yeah. books of Sheffield Wednesday, Abada, what else has come in? Sure, there was five. Star, Starfelt, and I can't remember the other guy. can't remember. Um, but, five. Say, say a four or five's come in, you're still very light, aren't you? When you look at the bench, you've only got women, three or four established names and the rest are kids. Um, I would never never blame the young players for performances. They, they get threw under the bus last year, didn't they? With the, the likes of the boy Harper, Dembele, one or two others come in. That's hard to do, come in with a team that's struggling. Most managers will only do that if your team's winning, you're playing well. Blood one or two noon again see what I've got um, but they're very light for me um, and if things don't go the way we hope tonight you wonder if the, the board are actually going to splash they might say well we're not getting an income now the finances are dropping because we're only going to get Europa League football but you're talking Europa League football. For me, that's Celtic's level now. Um, I know you need to strive to try and get into that for the financial gain. And like we've spoken about with Robert and yourself and other people, 
you want to qualify for the glamour ties and away trips and financial gain. But see the state we're in this season. Do you really want to go up against PSG and Benfica and maybe get a, a rapid Vienna? Do you really want to go and, and get that? Because let's be honest, if you're trying to go for the league and you're getting beat 4-5-0 four, four, at Parkheads against PSG, getting beat 6-1, then you're going against maybe away to Hearts and it's... Do you really want that going to the games you're trying to win the league? It's going to... I know you, you want for the financial game, but for player confidence, it, it's going to absolutely... In my opinion, it's going to absolutely slaughter you. Um, I heard on the radio the other day as well, Andy Hardy, as much as I don't listen to Super Scoreboard too much, but Hardy was too what he says, Rangers went away for a family during the season, get absolutely battered off Leipzig and he says it derailed the season because they were absolutely demoralised by it and I think that could happen to us if we did qualify as much as we want to qualify and play these teams for the financial gain. It happened, I know with Rodgers we get beaten but I had the quality to win the league that season, but it could put a damper on your season as much as it's a gain. It could be a, a negative. Uh, but every year in the Champions League, there's always one or two teams that are pure pony and they finish up with zero points or one point. Teams for maybe Northern Europe and they're probably quite happy getting the money for the Champions League. Maybe that's just Celtic's level now. You obviously do strive to, to get into the Champions League. The players can educate themselves more playing against better teams every season. But I'd, I'd, I don't know if I'd rather do well in the Europa League or be up against it every year in the Champions League and get the occasional good result because the results in the Champions League the last few years hasn't been very good, has it? Especially at home where it used to be a fortress. I think that's a disappointing thing. Away from home, you're always going to expect to up against it, but at home, you've got to do better. Even in Europa League, you can beat off teams like Copenhagen and just fair and Faros. I don't know if they have the Champions League, but you can beat off teams who, realistically, budget-wise, you should be beating. They're spending less than us. and It's as frustrating as fans knowing, knowing that you can see your players who would maybe fit the system or fit the... But the board, again are slow and again we don't know if it's true but according to Mayor Leaks that I, I don't agree with that Celtic always leak things to the Sun and Keith Jackson and guys like that I don't, I don't really know why they do that because it's not it's no a good look for the fans and they're saying that Desmond's might be taking a hand and stuff I don't really I don't really think it's true but again it wouldn't surprise me you've not got a it's nearly August you've not got a really a scouting department you've not got a head of recruitment <laughs> you've not got a, a permanent assistant manager as, as Kennedy Stratton going to stay are they going to bring other guys in if, as much as you want to sign players behind the scenes it's not looking good either still um, you see recruitment there it's not just the players recruitment it's your coaching staff as well and the big one for me Stratton I'm not going to slay him because he's Gordon Stratton's boy but I checked him. He had no track record whatsoever to deserve the job as the assistant or a coach at Celtic. But he's done in football. He had not deserved that. The only reason he got that job because Gordon's drank his dad. And then nobody can tell me otherwise. Mm. That guy's came from, he was at a non-league team and anything, he went to Northampton or something and then Peterborough, the third-tier English football. And for me, that, 
that's not good enough. It's not just the players' recruitment, it's the coaching staff as well. And the first team and also the academy as well. I think that's the thing as well. You can see it on the manager's faces. You can see he's frustrated and he's making the wee digs the way the way Lennon did and the way Rogers did about signings and but to be fair, people are saying I we're spending this amount of money and we'll speak about the signings, but that's the money they're bringing in. It's no money that Desmond's paying out to try and get his back onto the tap. That I says people say, I well, I know it's a business, you bring money in, you spend it. But see if the people might, might say I'm talking rubbish, but see if Dermot Desmond, I know I, I don't know, he's, I think he's maybe 30% or 40% shareholder, whatever he's got in. The shareholders, if they really, really want to sell to get back to the tap, they'd have like, here's 25, 30 million. Don't spend, don't spend the money because, like that with Rogers, I'm I don't know. For me, Ange does seem a, a really good manager. If he gets the players in, I think he will do well. But but I, I spoke about Robert with Rogers. He got the batting. Well, he got a two and a half million a year, whatever it was. They paid good wages. The fans bought the strips. The fans bought the books. They got into the Champions League. They got the money back that they spent players and the money that they paid for him. So if you if you spend the money wisely. They will get it back eventually, and we need to still pour this project buying because from like two Sheffield Wednesday, they could come good, but the right backs looks raw as hell. He looks big and strong, but it looks like a, a baby running about the park, a big baby, raw and young and it's Celtic. Aye, it's, it's Celtic. I know that's the business model, but I think we need to change that model now. We need to start buying as much as we don't talk about Rangers as much, but we try and know anyway because I don't want to talk about them. As much as a guy, John Lundstrom, might not be brilliant that they brought in for Sheffield United, he's a guy who can step into the team. We're bringing guys in, Liam Shaw, who get relegated into League One to come in and play to try and go for the Champions League. <laughs> it's, it's, a big, it's, a, it's a big difference in quality. Again, the boy looks okay, but you're bringing in guys with no experience and then try to blow them in within two weeks of playing a big qualifier. It's hard to do that at any level. I'm not interested in these projects either. I want an experienced player that's played maybe 100, 200, 300 games, 25, 26, 27, 28. Age doesn't really matter. I don't care about selling fees and all that. It's about the here and now. I, we've had one disastrous season and there's a lot of panic about in there, but we're not seeing light at the end of the tunnel, are we? Just, but again, if you get it's the way football is, if you get a good result tonight, everything's all rosy again for some fans. That's just the way football is. It's no, oh, we know it's no, it's no rosy, but fans will go right at us. The manager's going to do well now, and but then they can get beaten hearts, and that's them back to square one again. It's so some fans need to realistically just kind of no matter what happens this season, they need to give the manager a bit of a slight because it's not on the manager, he can only do so much this season because. He's what he's going to be given and how he's come in and um and obviously the big thing you know is the Lee Griffith situation, which again I've not really spoke about. Um but as we say what's the game <laughs> at the weekend, it's no matter if it's right or wrong to be a player, I don't think it's right. I just think whatever's happened, it's it's we all know it's wrong, but I think it's a time of place. Fact people want to boo, it's up to them. It's just I wanna, it's just no my place, I wanna do it. I would vent my frustrations, but I've only boo a player. But as soon as the fans boo you, for me, you're finished. You're, you're gone. You're done. 
you're done. There's no coming back for it. You can't come back and score. But listen, I'm, I know for a fact, Tiori fans at Boudham, see if he scores a one at Ibrox, that's it. Oh, I believe that's brilliant. But if you soon as you boot a player, the players finished him eyes. He, he was shaking his head and I think he knew. I think he knew himself. You see him walking about the park, he's taking corners. Some fans are trying to cheer. For me, as much as he's been good for Celtic and I was kind of like, to be game an our deal because who are we going to bring in? We see him now. I think they've, they've got to cut ties him. I think if it means putting him on loan or whatever, I think for the benefit of the club, and a bit of the reputation of the club and it doesn't look good in the manager as well because let's be honest, his hands are tied to the situation. He, I don't know, does he know everything about it? I don't know, but he's only looking out and saying, he's trying to protect the club and the player by saying, aye, it's an injury or he's got to win back the fact. He's got to say something. He can't come out and slaughter the guy because he's already been had enough for pundits and papers and whatever else is it's been happening. For me, my situation on it is the guy's just something else is going to come up if it's going to be injuries all the time or if it's something after the field. There's been too much now involved. Um, as much as he, he has been a quality player, it just doesn't look fit. Even at the weekend, it doesn't look fit. Um, they've just got to cut ties from them, in my opinion, John. Um, if it means putting them in the youths and no playing them, if it's putting them on loan, I just... For me, he's not going to get back to the level he was at, no matter how... I think fit he gets. I just think that level's finished for Celtic and we're trying to get guys like Edward to stay and Griffiths and the guys like Edward and Griffiths are totally night and day. The Griffiths situation is just going to, for me, it's going to, it's, as long as he's at Celtic, it's going to just go on and on and it's always going to be a topic of conversation. It's all, why see he on? He's going to get, let's be honest, it's going to be worse for the guy see in three or four weeks' time or 60,000, 40,000 fans are going to do him. And then it's going to be all your social media. Celtic might win the game for nothing, but the fact that he's been booed, it's going to be on the papers, it's going to be everywhere. And that's not what the club needs, it's not what the manager needs to know. And it's probably best for his in career's sake that he gets a move somewhere else and go and play his football by foot, having all this backlash as well. The worst thing is, Celtic's just gave him another contract. So it's hard. You know the business model of Celtic's going, there's just no throw money away like the ball and goal incident last year. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are just saying cut ties, ban them, whatever. But it's a lot of money to throw down the drain. I felt a bit sorry for him when he started booing and he shook his head. His heart must have sank. Um, I wouldn't want to identify what's happened because I don't know. No interest, to be honest with you. Just what he does in the park that interests me. And for the past three seasons, he's not done it on the park. He probably didn't deserve a contract. The same as Anthony Ralston, in case I make numbers, mm-hmm. they maybe had to give him a contract. Just keep another body there that's, that's used to everything, help the manager bed in. He's not been a regular scorer for three seasons. Um, I would prefer it if, if he left and went and played and enjoyed his football. Because, as you say, 40,000 fans are going to boo you. I don't think you can continue, to be honest with you. For me personally, as soon as you're booed at any club, for me, that if, as soon as the fans turn on you, if it's if the fans turn on the board, the players, the manager, whoever they turn on, as soon as you turn on you, for me, that's, there's, there's no way back. And I know Ange is trying to say, oh, if he shows goals or whatever, 
no matter what I he does, I just think because of what's happened, again, we all know what's happened, so we're not going to get into it too much. It's always going to be there, um, no matter how good he plays, or it's always going to be in, it's always going to be attached to him now, especially at Celtic. I think we just need to cut ties, it's just my opinion. I know a lot of fans are the same opinion, but again, he said he's not travelled. I think it's just a height to keep away from the limelight, keep him away. Um, again, he could be injured, but I don't think a wee knock at training enough to a game that like this. If you had, if, if he had, obviously we all know he's probably hungry to play, but he would have been busting to play. So a wee calf not really, 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 really out, in my opinion, to a big game like this year, then would take care of you. So I think it's a, it's a, a smoke scene to basically say that I've no problem because I don't want any more backlash. Um, Again, will he still be here in the summer? I will be surprised if he's no shut down and loan um, or something because I just can't see it continuing. Um, but again, for me, I just want to draw in underneath it now and just whatever happens to him and whatever Celtic David, then it comes with it. But on the night, John, um, which, uh, for me, I think I think we will do it. Um, I think I, t- I know defence were very, but no very set yet, but I think if attacking-wise it clicks, I think we've got too much. Um, if Edward if Edward turns up for me, we win. If the boy Abada looks very quick, um, Christie's looks like he's coming out in a game, they've still got McGregor and Tumble there. So I think we've got enough quality win. It's just it's just a big if how we do at the back, because as you say, I know Taylor's experienced the goalkeeper. For me, I've tried to keep Barkas as much as I can, but I've just looked at all the analytics and his positioning, and it just it just looks scared. It looks low confidence. But again, it doesn't help when you've got a back four who doesn't play him every week. It doesn't really obviously knows him big training, but young guys came in. Taylor for me again, he's a commander again. I don't want to criticize guys, but he's a commander left back playing with Celtic. He's not going to take us further. Ralston. No Celtic player, quality-wise. Um, the two young boys, Welsh, he's all right. He'll make day for this. And then, again, we've got to staff here. It's going to come in. The boy Murray's just here through default. So it's going to be a hard ask to maybe keep keep his a clean sheet. But I think if it clicks going forward, another week of training, I think, we, I, I think, I think we'll do it. But we just need to keep the back door shut. The one thing that's maybe went in our favour is the way goals don't count now. Mm-hmm. Um, with him scoring last week, it doesn't really affect the tie. Celtic have probably had the game wrapped up in the first half. The chances they had, had the woodwork a couple of times. But it's that back door. And I'm going to tell you the news every time Celtic play in Europe, they normally lose an early goal just before half time or just after half time. And you're biting your nails in the 90th minute because you just expect our team to that one put you out. That's just a roller coaster. It has been a Celtic fan. Um, what do you think about the night? I told you before the first leg, I don't I can't see Celtic going through. I hope I'm wrong. I just think too many injuries, no get anywhere near his first eleven on the park. Lack of preparation, I think, is a, a major thing. Um, Mitch ones only played two league games as well, so they're in the same situation as Celtic. Um, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I, maybe one nothing or two one will get beat. Hope I'm wrong. 
And obviously, there's, I always say it every year, um, as soon as Celtic play a big game, if it's against Rangers, domestically or Europe or whatever, any any competition, there's always either transfers are put up the day before, a big player's leaving or the manager's, something happened to the manager, something's happened with a player. It always is up every time. This time it's about Edward. We all know he might go, but as soon as the two qualifiers come up, oh, he's got to Brighton now, this is happening. Supposedly after the game he's away, 20-odd million, whatever it was, plus a sell-on cause of a profit, we don't know. But it's, will he go? I don't, I think if the money's right, I think he's going to go because he's got one year left his contract. I think if you get 18, 20, you would probably need to take it. Um, because I don't think you'll get that again in January because he'll sign a free contract with somebody probably. So uh, for me, again, he, this could be his last big performance. So you're kind of maybe hoping if it does a good performance, gets it in the next round, then basically says cheerio if he goes that is. But it's just rumours. I don't believe it until it happens these days. But ideally, I'd, I'd want him to stay and get his one is a league and then the money you win for one the league, basically he's your transfer fee from. So you're kind of a win-win, but if you want him maybe getting the more money for the squad this season, I think Selman might be the best option. I strike with the Irons hot. Um, but listen, we know how good a player he is. There's no denying that. Um, when he plays, he's fantastic to watch. Even a neutral must love watching him. He's on his game. But he's just no doing it enough. Uh, doesn't matter if it's playing against a top team or a lower league team, team at the bottom of the league. He just stalks about with the same kind of attitude. It doesn't help at all when a couple of pals are on the he's three pals on the team now, you know. The mm-hmm. French boys on the any team. One's away, two's here, one's injured, one's probably going to be leaving. Spoke about um, being happy off a partner. The four of them together, well, three out of four, hanging about together, being happy, spending time with each other, COVID and all that, carry on. It's maybe affected them because he's no his pals. Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest, I'd just take the money. I'd love to get through the night, the next round, and get another couple of strikers in um, because it's, it's just. I don't know if it's his attitude or whatever. It's, you know yourself, him and I are, and maybe one or two others, Christy, whoever was promised they could go and they didn't go. They didn't, they didn't let them go. And the day, a gentleman's agreement means absolutely hee-haw. If you're under contract, you're under contract. The club's got you by the boys, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope we win tonight, get some money and sell them so as we can buy Another quality additions up front because we're going to badly need it. That's the thing. See, they sell them, say it is 20 million, whatever it is, 18 million. They've got to go to spend seven, eight million pounds on a top quality strike. And then there is two million pounds, three million pounds, two million pounds. Just go and buy a six, seven million pound striker, two, two of them, and just do it and just go with a Yeti and they two. You've got to go to spend money. There was rumoured about the guy, uh, Niang, I think he played with Milan, I think he's with Rennes now. His scoring record is like 64 goals in his full career. I'm sorry, that's not a proven goal scorer. It doesn't matter who you played for. We, we need to stop buying guys that I might have done well in bigger leagues, but they're 
Dolph's going record isn't very good. Um, it's not got Rens are okay, they're a decent team, but if you're no really fan of all Sanders in the French League, which let's be honest, it's not the greatest. You've got maybe two or three top teams, the rest are all they all beat each other. Um we've got to look for better and I I don't know how we're gonna go about it, but if they sell them for me, they have got to buy them better quality. Um and then obviously there's rumours a day about Joe Hart. Um talks about Joe Hart come to Celtic. I said we should sign them last season. I'd rather sign them last season and spent five million pounds in Barcas. No, a gamble signed Joe Hart in a free transfer. Um, they're talking about a loan deal, supposedly, for Spurs. Rumoured to be an option. I don't know if that's the truth. I'm just going by Twitter. But the journalist who reported it, uh, Fabrizio, he's quite in the know when it comes to a lot of things. He reported the Starfelt deal before a lot of it came out. So um, people, Joe Hart's only 34. He's won the Premier League twice. He's got a lot of individual honours. He's played against top players. He's done a lot of good things for England, 75 caps, he's a captain. It's, people are saying that, ah, he's 34. Fraser Foster's 33, and he was just Southampton number two and three, he came to Celtic, was superb. So, for me, he was Trino's number two or number one for a bit. Spurs number two, for me, John, should be able to come up here and stroll it. It should be. The Spurs number two, and he, it's not like he didn't play for Spurs, he played in the Europa League, so he must to be Spurs number two, you must be fucking, you must all be at the top of your game to be in that squad because let's be honest, Spurs are still a very top team and so if Lurie's out injured, he's come in to step in and play so they've got, Medino had trust in him to play so ah, for me it's not a gamble at all, you know what you're getting with Joe Hart, he's a solid option every goalkeeper makes a mistake, every goalkeeper makes clients, Foster made clients Boric made clients, Gordon <laughs> they all make clients so 34 year old, maybe one season to stay on the ship till we get a a first choice next season for me I would take it all day long John um, what are the, the three goals we all know we need at least one goalkeeper I don't think anybody's confident we to be honest I don't think anybody's confident with a three goalies being a number two even um, you probably need to buy two goalkeepers I think but you know you can't have five goalkeepers that are probably enough the whole thing with Joe Hatter is he's not played regular football for two, two seasons now. He's been a bit part player, played cup games and whatever. But to be fair, uh, I, was, I was just saying with Foster, Southampton, they came up here and they were superb. Aye, aye. I would tell him. Definitely. He's experience. No, he knows he's a British player. He's not going to see all the weather shite and all that. My wife doesn't like it here. He's a British player, so it takes all the boxes, doesn't it? So, Get him in. That's what I'm saying. I'm no the net, one thing I said. The next stop as one, one sign is nonsense. Aye, there's a time and a place for it. One or two maximum. I own where a possible uh, purchase at the end of it is maybe a good option. But one or two loans maximum. This won't carry on. It's going to hand itself. Is it not? Aye, it's the same last year. We brought in a few loans and then the left chain and your left way. Again, some guys who come out and loan, they don't know the full, they don't get everything. Um, they don't like to play first-team football. I know they want to come in and win, but most of the time they want to play first-team football and then get back um, to their team. But for me, I know people say, but Joe Hart, as you say, is experienced. He could help the young guys. We're missing a leader. We've missed Scott, we've, Scott Brown's away. You've not really got a leader. I know McGregor's a captain, so he's a leader now. But he could be the guy 
But Scott Brown, he's, he's been there and done it. As I say, he's played in World Cups, Euros. He's 75 caps for England, so he's no a dud. People will say, ah, he's finished. If he's finished, if he's a Foster, no finished at 33. It's the same thing. It's I'm not saying Joe Hart's Burton Foster. I'm not saying he's Burton. I'm just saying, he, for me, he's a solid option. If it's a loan deal with a free transfer, I you might pay a bulk of the wages, but if you're going to pay a £5 million goalkeeper, you're going to pay £5 million wages anyway. So you're paying the same sort of money for, for who you're going to get in for a top quality goalie. Um, again, if he's going to come in, I'd like to think whoever comes in is going to be in for this Saturday. Um, the boy Starfelt's meant to be, um, be fit for Saturday. Another guy was, was a Japanese boy. Um, I just clicked there. Um, What's his name? Kogu or something I don't know um, I'm, I don't really know I, I don't know Japanese names so I'm not going to pronounce it but so, again they two get really big evasions for their two clubs leaving they get videos made about them the Japanese boy get a stand and ovation they were all greeting about them leaving so these type of players don't get that recognition in my opinion if you're a dud the guys staff helps a few cats for Sweden the guy for Japan, he's a few cats for Japan. He's one of the one of the best talents coming about in Japan. And the Esther's gave him growing reviews. So that way they two, I think, are looking good. The Israeli boy for me looks I think he's gonna be a belter just with the early stages. He's very quick, he's nippy, delivers a good ball. He's only nineteen, so he's got that potential, as you say, he's maybe three, four years down the line, twenty million pound sell-on clause, whatever else. Things are kind of taking shape going forward, but defensively, I think it comes to the next two or three weeks. I've got to stay the ship because if they don't, the fans will get on the team's back and it's just going to go a spiral. And if they don't get early stages of results, you, you know yourself, John, the football, things can turn very quickly. Uh, because we played on them all in the fourth game of the season, I think it is. Roughly, I uh, 29, I think it is, or something. So, I think you need to run... You don't want to talk too far down the road. But you need to kind of start well. Try and win your first three games. And then that game takes care of itself. The first game against that mob, I wouldn't be too too bothered about it because Celtic's team is going to, until the transfer window, when the transfer window is finishing, this Celtic team will know what they are at all. Mm-hmm. We're a totally different team. But a lot of changes. Uh, I think between the noon and then the end of the window, I think there'll be a few changes in goings and out. And I think as well, the last wee bit, I think they've got to get rid of the dead wood. If it is somebody boys they're not going to make it. Um, if they need to the development squad, I know the, the coach team is only a certain age gap they can play in. So I think they've got to go out and loan if, it, if the loans are releasing whatever because there's a lot of guys there who are not going to play like you. Henderson came in before he was going to come in, but doesn't look he's going to really do much. Um, so other guys, the Berry's injured. Mikey Johnson, for me, isn't going to do it uh, full term for us. Guys are that, I think they either get loan or get sold because, again, they could come in and prove me nine, but I just, for me, I don't think they're going to be good enough. Guys like Ralston, get them out. Guys, t- tail and ball and golly. If you've got two left backs here, you can't trust them either. So, it's going as you say, you're having a lot of changes to the end of the window. Definitely. I still forgot ball and goal. He was still at Celtic. Um, that's another one. It, it cost a few quid. Taylor cost a few quid. 
I'm, I'm not saying Taylor's dead, but he's probably a backup left back in there for the mm-hmm. SPL. Mm-hmm. Going forward in Europe, I don't think he's good enough. Um, he's, it's because you compare him to Tierney, he's Tierney the power and the strength to go buy players. He can't go buy a man. He's not going to get a wee trick. You're into your analytics now. He's probably got a decent crossing record, Nora Taylor. He's probably not as bad as he's he's consistent enough, but for a Celtic left back for me, it's it's no good enough. Um, Doesn't he's he's no quick enough for me for the way we want to play? I think he's not a flying fullback, he's only got up and down and playing crosses. I know you're comparing to Tierney, but there's other left backs out there that can do that. You just need to obviously scout them and get them for a price. But I, I, I agree that if we, for the left back situation, for the, he's a backup left back, he's he'll, he'll do okay for you. He'll do the job. But to win your league titles and qualify for Europe, for me, he's not going to do. Um, but I think that's just the level we need to play to now and just see how the the window goes, John. But um, again, I'm like you. I just I'm I'm more confident. I just hope we can get a result tonight because it'll put a wee tiny bit of a good feel factor into the Hearts game and grows more confidence with the fans and I don't want any more bad mouth and players on social media because I've had it a lot and don't want that to give in a circus again. But the last opinion night, John, just let's, for me, it's just hopefully get a result and again, just put a bit of confidence in the team and the fans. For me, the performance doesn't matter at all tonight. It's just about getting through. Cup fit was all about getting through the next round. Performance doesn't matter, especially when there's cash involved, isn't there? You need the finances. And as we've always said, isn't it, John? Cash is king when it comes to Celtic, so it's, it's what we've got to bring in. But again, John, thanks for your time and hopefully we'll be kind of looking back at the, the result tonight with a, a smile and a, a performance and a win. Cheers, John. Hail, hail. Smiled for a while. Cheers, Ryan. Bye bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind the scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.